Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna Hello, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Stalin. Episode 136. It is indeed. Episode 136. And it's a very special episode because if you read the title before you press play, we're joined by... Uh, another name. Another name. The famous, the, wor- the world famous, uh, me best friend, Kevin McGahern. How are you doing, Kevin McGahern? What's the crack, Joey? How are you doing? Great seeing you. Only yes, a you, best you friend do. would call you Joey. Yeah, all, all my best friends call me Joey. I was going to call you J-Dog. Oh yeah, oh. you know I don't like that man. You know what that means to me. Only I can call him that. He's not like J Dog. Yeah man, J Cloth. Oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah J Cloth. Yep. Yeah yeah yeah. Call him Joey. Joey. Yeah. Just Joe. Just Joe. Actually, it's fine. That was cool. Call me, go back to Joe. Call me Dazzler. Dazzler. <laughs> Daz. That's like a, no- a name you give to like a real fancy dog. Dazzler. Yeah, Dazzler. Pause it, doesn't it? Dazzler. You're right, Daz. Okay, Daz. Do you want to rub? Did you have any nicknames in school? Uh, the Dazzler. The Dazzler. No, actually, that was in the pub. Uh, used to just be called Cool Dude. That's you fucking dirty, filthy lawyer. <laughs> you used to be called... Uh, Kevin Duke. McAllister. <laughs> Kevin! You used to call me Footlong. You used to call it what? You used to call me Footlong. Footlong? Yeah. What, really what? Subway. I was a girl for the meatball marinara. I got to eat it on the toilet while I took a piss with my tiny penis. I like that you sit down to take a piss with your tiny penis, eating a foot long, crying into your meatball marinara. Oh, let's get on with the show, will we? Yeah, even so, we'll do an outro straight away. Yeah, quick. All the lads. All the boys. Way. <laughs> How are you, lads? Not too bad. Do you always wear... Who's that? Oh, sorry. Uh, how's it going? No, go ahead. Do, do you always wear do you always, sleeveless jackets? Do you always wear sleeveless jackets? Yeah. Why? It's like them. Why do you wear fucking bowling shorts? You do have a bowling short. I didn't on. mean to start so aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I always find it's a weird jacket. It arm. is kind of weird. Are your actually, arms very warm <clears throat> normally that you don't need the heat there, but your body is cold. Well, I'd always wear like a hoodie or a jumper under, so it's kind of a, uh, that's layered. Yeah. And then this kind of doesn't have arms. It's also... I mean, it's a great jumper to wear for audio recording. <laughs> it just makes so much fucking noise every time you move. It's like Blind Boy wearing the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yours. Even he, even he switched to a cloth bag. One day you'll switch to a cloth oh, I just want to... Yeah, but have you noticed that when he's on the Late Late Show... The sound engineer is constantly turning up and down his mic. Is it? Because yeah. it keeps hitting off. Yeah. yeah. And then when he jumps in with a really good joke, they're late with the fucking sound. It's annoying. Too late with the quips. When the quips are coming, he's... He should just get a tattoo of fucking JC's. Is it JC's? Yeah. 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 The sword shop. Yeah. Just get that tattooed onto his face, throw out the bag. Mm. Make it easier, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. I'd say he has that bag on more than he has it off. In his waking days. I think he spends most of his time at home. Do you think when he dreams in his own mind, he's he's wearing the bag? I'd oh, say so. Yeah. yeah, I would say so, yeah. His true self is the bag. Yeah. 
I find that interesting, you know, when English is someone's second language, but they still dream in English. I always ask people, what did he... You're from Mayo, yeah? Cavan. Cavan? Close. Okay. Are you the only one of the Hardy books that isn't in Mayo? Yeah. I'm like Eminem in D12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only, I'm the the only white dude in the, in the Mayo gang. <laughs> what a comparison. It's fantastic. <laughs> So I was going to say, like, because everyone in the West speaks Irish, don't they? All of them. Every single one of them. Every single All one. All of them. Yeah, yeah. They come out speaking the Cupola Fuckle, yeah. But not in Cavan. No, we're very bad for the Irish language in Cavan. You don't sound like you're from Cavan. I think I've masked it quite well. Is it a conscious decision <laughs> to kind of water it down? I don't know. I think the opposite. I think young lads, not that I'm a young lad anymore, but I think young uh-huh. lads with thick Cavan accents, I think they decide that they want to talk in that accent. Right. Really? Yeah. They lean into it. They're leaning into it 100%. You get it with dubs as well. Definitely. I was thinking that, yeah. Yeah. Like you you meet... We uh, we definitely lean into the accent. Ah, uh, yeah, but it seems genuine for me. <coughs> yeah. oh, are you taking off the jacket? Oh, now, the yeah. gilet's coming off. Yeah, fucking... You got, you you got fucking so self-conscious <laughs> when I brought it up. <laughs> fucking wrecking my head now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about the whole time we're talking about fucking blind boy and shit and having him like, <laughs> I need to take this off now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a standoff. Oh, I have I jackets like, with fucking sleeves, man. Do you? I, yeah, I believe I actually, you. Yeah, I have them. I want to see pics. I'll send some later. I want to see pics. But no, I think fair play. It's lean into the accent, definitely. When you go on holidays, do you, do you amp up the accent? So I was in college in uh, Scotland and I found that if you have an interaction with a guard, actually same applies in Ireland, I find if I have an interaction with a guard, I ramp up the culture accent. Why? Because it settles them down. Uh, they they think, oh, he's one of our own. He's not a bad lad. He's like me. Uh, Do you think all guards just hate dubs? Does uh, does the rest of the country just hate Dublin? No, no, I don't think so at all. Like I had a buddy, and whenever from Cavan, every time we were stopped by a checkpoint, he had a country tape. And if there was a checkpoint, he'd fucking root around for this country tape and stick it in, and it just go ding ding ding. And as soon as the <laughs> guard hears there. that. Go on there. It just like a blank look comes over their face and they're like, you're sound, go on. <laughs> but I remember like I was in Aberdeen and I was I was buying, I was in college, I was buying hash in this um in this block of flats and I came out, I was had my school bag on. <laughs> Do you still call it a school bag if you're in college? Oh, uh, you'd call it a backpack. <laughs> I had my backpack. That's why I'd stick with school <laughs> bag. Yeah, school bag. School bag works. I had my school bag on. And uh, this cop fucking car pulled up and I was like, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. And I had the hash in my hand. And uh, he was like, uh, come over here, bud. And I went over and I just like went really happy. Like I was a happy country lad. Well, how he's getting on? And I leaned up on top of the car <laughs> with the hash in my hand, you know. And I was like, well, how he's boys? And they're like, uh, what are you doing here, pal? And I was like, oh, I was just borrowing a DVD of my friend of Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, all right, you know, there's a bad area in here, so a lot of drug dealing going on here, pal. And I was like, oh, my God, no way. That's a shock. <laughs> and uh, he said, just empty out your pockets. So I left the hash on the roof of the car. They didn't get out. Left the hash on the roof of the car. Got out, emptied my pockets, like in a real confused, like, okay, this is a bit weird. <laughs> and I emptied out everything. And he was like, right, that's going on. Where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Ireland. <laughs> and he, like, as soon, they just, he just thought I was like a little leprechaun man who mm. never committed a crime. 
apart from maybe putting green diesel into your car, maybe. Tell me it took the hash off the roof. 100% did, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it would have just slid off the back. <laughs> would have just landed on the ground. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> or else they just would have carried it along the boot to the station. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think putting on a country accent gets you out of a lot of jams with cars. Mm. Yeah, sometimes I do it too. Do you? Give us your country accent. Well, hi. Hello, hi. How's it going, hi? How are you, hi? Do you just say hi, hi a lot? Hi. Hi, how are you? <laughs> are you hi? I'm hi. I'm hi now. Just had some hash. Thanks for the hash, by the way. No bother. Listen, I had to get an interview somehow. <laughs> I love hash. Just love looking at it. I haven't had it now in a long, long time. Yeah. It's scarce now, I think, isn't it? I think it? it is, yeah. We got too posh. It's a mythical drug now. Yeah. I think the, the thing is, we got so many... Um, sort of professional drug dealers come into Ireland mm. whereas before uh, if you wanted to buy drugs you had to go to like a lad's gaff and like Irish drug dealers back in like the early noughties were just messers yeah they were like living with their mam playing GTA or yeah. Colin McRae rally <laughs> whatever <laughs> <day>. time crisis <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you had to pretend to be their friend otherwise their mam would get suspicious <laughs> and like then a lot of them they're like oh I actually don't have any Mm. But I'm getting some next Tuesday. Whereas, like, modern drug dealers, so professional. Yeah. They Cla- really take class it seriously. Pose. Yeah. Nice class teeth. Pose, got a little bike delivered Lovely to hair transplants. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely turkey teeth. Yeah. <laughs> How did they go to that? The pyramid was small back then. It was just mates saying, here, I have a bit of hash. Yeah. Do you want some? Yeah. Yeah, go on. And then that was it. Yeah. Don't know where they got it from. My mates used to love it. Though one mate in particular would be like, fucking, every second day, I'd buy a block of hash. And uh, every second day, every second day, honestly, get a bigger block every week. <laughs> yeah. Would you not just buy a big block, man? <laughs> but yeah, he loved it. Um, do you remember when Spice was big? Was that that head shop stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I knew lads who were, I remember it was called Lunar or something. There was one called Lunar, and everyone around Finglas was like fucking deranged. I not knew, that they weren't already, but I knew lads who used to get the, it was called Spice, and it came in a little tin box. And it was rough stuff. Like it would make you just see the devil. But it was really That's what you um, want. Not really. I don't <laughs> want to fucking meet that lad yet. I just wanted to turn into a tenacious day music video. <laughs> <laughs> there was the bat salts as well. Those yeah. places. Snowblow. So bat- Snowblow. So yeah. the bat salts were they basically like synthetic coke? Yeah. That? Yeah. I, I think it literally was bat salt. Wow. And it just like had. I don't think it was. <laughs> Wasn't it? Where's all the Google Did you put it in your bath? <laughs> fucking licking the tub like fucking Barry Keown. <laughs> it was a very expensive bath. It was a very expensive bath. Poor Joe's after drinking 43 litres of water just to get high. <laughs> you, you competed... Uh, this is a weird way to put it, but you went up against Barry Keoghan, didn't you? Oh, for a, God. For a role. There's yeah. always a link. There's, There's always, always a link. link. So it was my first audition I think I ever got. I hadn't really done that much accent, acting since or before. But I got an audition for a film and it was set in Dublin. I think it was called like fucking The Hold. Uh, it was about a, a, a lassie from America. She's stuck in Ireland for like 24 hours. She meets one of the Gleasons. And um, the role was like lad at a gaff party. And it was such a ridiculous. It was obviously written by somebody who's never been to a gaff party in Dublin. <laughs> the guards raided it. Which has never happened. I've never been at a gaff party. We're like, holy shit, it's the cops. Everybody jump over the fence. And, um, so the role was like for like a stoner at a house party. So I was like, all right. So I was like, what would fucking Marlon Brando do? Like if he was auditioning for a stoner. 
So I went down to I went down to Stephen's Green. I drank four cans of Pratsky, and I smoked the <laughs> joint. Met it. like a big joint, and I walked in and I had a can in my hand, <laughs> and I was like, "They're gonna look at me and go like, this fucker is taking this seriously. Like this lad, dedicated. He's a dedicated genius. <laughs> he's done the work. He's done the research." And I went in, and as soon as I fucking saw them sitting at the table, I lost all faith in my plan. So I hid the can, which was worse. That is way worse. <laughs> yeah. Way fucking worse. Because now it's like... Oh, now it's not like you're metadac, then yeah. it just looks like you're an alcoholic. And you're eating the can of Pratsky, no less. <laughs> and um, halfway through the audition, I started laughing, and I was like, oh man, who the fuck wrote this? Like, this is such ridiculous <laughs> shit. And one of the lads was like, I wrote it. And I was like, ah, it's good, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Did you ask you, Rowan? Yeah. I was like, oh, Who wrote this shit? Dutch Courage. Literally, I just did the worst thing you could do. And they, I got my agent fired me like that day. He was like, I was told to never send you for an audition ever again. And fucking Barry Keown got the role I was going for. <laughs> so, what was that movie? I don't I, know. I, it was, I can't even fucking remember. Oh, but, um, the gaff. So if, if I got that role, like I'd be in Hollywood now. I wouldn't be sitting here talking yeah. to you. Well, you'd be a real joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be but, hard to uh, get him on the podcast if he had got that role. I'd have to yeah, do yeah. it like via satellite from a pool somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn a corner and start wearing fucking earrings. Fuck yeah. Two of them. Yeah, and nipple piercings. Go for it. Do you not already have your nipples first? Oh, is it just the one? That was a while back. Oh, okay, right. It was a bit, a bit of a weird phase, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you been refused from many nightclubs? Oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. Like, for what, runners? Just not looking the part. <laughs> so what's not looking the part? <laughs> like, I've been refused. Like, it's hard to get refused from fibbers. And yeah. I'd be standing outside, Never dead sober. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, man, I know you. I fucking know you, man. I see it all the time. Like, are you really... Doing this yeah. right now. You used to always happen to me. You sound like Chandler Bing. Are we really doing this right now? <laughs> you have to be a regular. How am I going to be a regular if you don't let me in? <laughs> so what's not looking the part? The fucking hair or something. I don't know. Just being trackies. Uh, you're in fucking tracksuit bottoms. I don't have. A tra- I don't. I do jeans. Like He's, I don't do. He doesn't wear do trackies. trackies I wear the trackies. I've seen like lads in suits get turned away from fibbers who obviously don't know what the pub is, and then they see some lad dressed like Marilyn Manson getting in, and you're like, are you fucking serious, man? You're letting this fucking monster in. <laughs> I'm literally dressed like a lovely man, and you're letting in a monster. <laughs> That's why I love my fibbers. <laughs> the bar for, like, what's acceptable is all over the shop. I know. Why did he even have pool tables? Like, you can not play pool on that. Serious promotion here. Everyone's going to go to fibbers. Go to yeah. fibbers, lads and Check ladies. It out. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's the last place you can really do what you want. I was there for my anniversary. This is how amazing my wife is. Anniversary, we're like two years married, I think, or three years. Congratulations. She, um, I know at the time. Oh. Um, she brought, longer now. She brought me, we went for cocktails. Divorce now. <laughs> <laughs> we're no longer together. Um, you went for cocktails and fibbers? We went for cocktails in a cocktail, fancy cocktail bar, first of all, and we watched um, True Romance. Nice. Like our favourite film. Yeah. Love and it. then, um, then she was like, right, come in here. Walked into Fibbers. I was like, oh my God, you're not serious. And Levy, the bar, the guy who runs the place, he was like, Kevin, ah, oh, Siobhan, come this way. It was like in Goodfellas when uh, they bring them into the fucking restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And he brings me in and he has a table set up in front of the stage and he's projecting the good, the bad, and the ugly onto a projector. 
and he brought us like the worst cocktail I've ever drank. <laughs> like, like, it was like barbicide, you know that fucking blue liquid <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get yeah. the barbers. And uh, but it was lovely. I really appreciate the gesture. It's the thought that counts. It was the it? thought, man. Did he know that it was your anniversary? Siobhan organized the whole thing. Like. No way. So yeah, he was. She was like, put on the, his favorite film, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and we'll have cocktails. And I was like, so. And bad. everyone else is there is like. Why the fuck are we watching this? <laughs> no, it was, it was Where's like, the band? It was like four o'clock in the day, so like there was oh. it wasn't a big crowd. But like and I, again, I nearly just, teared up. I was like, it. I love this woman so much. <laughs> Wish Amy would do things like that for me. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly, Fibber McGee's and Bad cocktails. Horrible blue cocktails. <laughs> I feel like you fucking own Fibber. Yeah, I feel like this is a big plug. You're a part owner and you're just plugging the fuck out of it. I if I had the money, I'd buy it. I'd a hundred percent buy yeah. it. Yeah, remember did you do a comedy gig in Fibber McGee's before? I did. I know you did, but were you one of that as well? I was Peter McGann was there. Were you there that night? No, no. I did one years ago with a uh, cowboy. All oh, right, I was there with Owen Colgan and Peter McGann, and I was downstairs. It was rough, man. Down in the I was downstairs in the dungeon. The yeah, yeah, yeah. dungeon. Yeah. Jesus, I forgot all about. I forgot that they had it downstairs, so and you have it caged off during the daytime. That's yeah, how you yeah. know it's bad. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to wake up there. <laughs> like underneath a load of coats <laughs> it's like it reminds me of the stairs in the Titanic where the Irish people can't get out they're like let us oh out. man so I have a story with that so my um, <laughs> you have a story about what the Titanic the Titanic I thought you were going to say Fibber, my so. great 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 aunt two of my great aunts were on the Titanic one of them I hope I don't get this story wrong I think one of them they were marrying out of like is it wedlock where you're busy it's you're not allowed to get married so you can't get married out of wedding. So in the middle of the night. So what is I you know? I don't know what having sex having sex out of wedding. All right, no. So they were they were getting married against the will of both families. Oh, okay, okay. So they were escaping to America. So I remember like they said like some lad was giving them a lift to fucking Cork or somewhere on a horse, <laughs> and they had the wheels wrapped up in cloths so that they wouldn't make noise outside the gaff. So they arrived on the Titanic in Cork in the you know the lower classes with all the Italians and the Irish and uh, we're going to America you know all them lads <laughs> the land of opportunity and I'm, so sure really this, excited. I'm sure this will be a really cool flight um, uh, <laughs> or sail and, uh, then she, they said um, you know the bit in the film where they can't get through Yeah. and the English lad is like I'm sorry you're not getting through Paddy's and she said this lad grabbed the English lad through the bar and just like pulled his face and smashed his face against the bar like who's, eight who's or nine times. This? this is the story that was passed down in my family. Uh, how, they, how did they survive? They survived. Oh, did they? they, they oh. Um, spoiling me the story. Shit, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm really not in the film. <laughs> yeah, it's a good scene. Yeah. Um, she was like, "Oh yeah, we were all stuck there," and your man was like, "No, you're not allowed to get up." And uh, this lad beside me sort of grabbed your man through the bar and just like pulled his face and smashed his face. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll let you through now. <laughs> and they all got up. And did they and, get um, to meet Leonardo DiCaprio? No, he was in he was in a <laughs> VIP section. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they said they got oh, onto a boat. They managed to get onto a boat and um, some lad gave them a seat and like sort of sacrificed himself so they'd get onto a boat. And she said that there was um, a woman swimming in the water and they went to pull her up and they... Boatman was like, no, we've enough. And they were like, no, fuck off. Like, this lad's getting up. And uh, they dragged the woman up. And it turned out it was a man dressed up as a woman. And they fucking knew him. He was from, like, a nearby town. 
I remember my granny telling me this story and I was like, oh, that's kind of not right. Like he took the place of a woman who could have been sitting there and they were like, I oh, know he was great crack. Like he was like, <laughs> he was like pretending to be a woman and like, keeping everyone entertained, like playing with his ditties and stuff. And uh, yeah, so they, the two of them survived. One of them never came home again. Just was never traveling. Again. That's incredible. The yeah. Titanic, the, the yeah, story yeah. of the Titanic, like there's lots of little stories that are not told. Like does on the Titanic there was a ship that was like half an hour away. Okay. And the guy who was on the telegraph machine was communicating with the other ship, but he was being a, a real fucking dickhead about it. Because the other ship was saying, "There's an iceberg over there. Don't go over there." Like we were being warned about this, and they're like, ah, "Fuck off, yeah, will you? Ask me arse." Like it's, it's, a, it's a Titanic. <laughs> what are you saying that? What are you saying that? <laughs> ask me arse, will you? You know, in Morse code, like ask me a beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and the and the other ship was like, "Ah, well, fuck you!" Then turned off his telegraph machine. <sighs> So they all could have been rescued if your man wasn't such a dickhead and then they thought because then they had to wait for a ship that was hours, hours away. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. There was another story about a chef. I think, was he Irish? I don't know. There was an alcoholic chef on the Titanic and he just accepted his fate straight away like he was fucking caning the brandy into him. And um, they hit the iceberg, everyone's going to die and he's like, all right, fuck this, I'm just going to get pissed. So he just continued drinking and they reckon there was so much alcohol in his blood that he basically, that's how he survived. He was lying in the water for like an hour. Everyone else around him was dead from freezing. But because he had so much booze in his bloodstream that he survived for like an extra 45 minutes. Legend. So like, there's mm. a lot to be said for alcohol. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you. Well, at least I know now. <laughs> if you ever going on a ship, lash the brandy yeah, into you. Lash the brandy just in case. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, and there was some really, 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 really rich people on the Titanic. And there was no banks, like you couldn't transfer your money from Ireland to yeah. America. So they just had trunks full of money. Wow. Like millions suitcases, of, yeah. yeah, suitcases of money and gold. And like all of this, like some of the richest men in America were on the Titanic and died. And their money is just like floating at the bottom of the... Wow. You think James Cameron would be down there? Mm. Jimmy and open a few locks. But he tried to do his research, didn't he? Sent down a couple of. Yeah, yeah. He's been down there. Yeah. Oh, he went down, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He went little... down his little fucking yellow submarine. <laughs> well, he didn't. Did, was he it didn't a robot? It was a robot thing. He didn't actually go down, did he? I think he was down there. Was I he? Think I, I, I can't recall him actually going down, yeah. Because that other submarine went down and got crushed. Ah, that was like a lot of fucking clowns, though. I mean, they had like PlayStation <laughs> controllers. Like, yeah. The, and I. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Obviously, yeah, oh, you feel sorry for them. But, uh, like, they had too much money. That's, yeah, that's more money than sense. That's more money than sense. Sense. Sense makes sense. Sense makes sense. It's like people who, like, go up into space in a big rocket, like, commercially. Um, Just to float around. I'd be bit. like, I'm going to wait a couple of years to see other lads do it first. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not going to be the guinea pig. No. It's like people who got, like, breast implants in the 70s. You're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to wait a couple wait of decades a while, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. end up fucking exploding when you go into an airplane <laughs> that happened like that's crazy that this shit happened would you ever get any plastic surgery mm, yeah yeah what wouldn't be happy? opposed to it what are you not happy with me nose I'd, I have like a deviated septum so I've kind of torn to the left I'd like to just straighten it a little bit did but you get a box it. 
No, it just it grow like it just grows that way. It grows that way, yes. Yeah. Still grows that way for some yeah. reason. Does your Cartilage penis go? To, does growing. your penis go to the same direction? Oh no! But Jesus, that goes around my back and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Wraps around his leg. Your nose goes to the left. Your cock goes to the right. Yeah, well, my cock goes kind of like in a S shape. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. Get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a louder zip. <laughs> we can add it in effect there. The zip. <laughs> or the size. Uh, I once knew a girl who worked for like those phone sex lines. Oh yeah. And it's very unromantic. It's pretty much like a call center with like a load of cubicles like in, you know, the Matrix. And um, <laughs> they all just have a load of like props. So there's a lad in the other line going like, what are you, what are you wearing? And she's like, oh, I'm just taking off my top here now. And she just has a little zip going zzzz. No way. Yeah, they've all little like, it's like a Foley artist. Fucking <laughs> 50 quid just for the noise of a zip. <laughs> Did you ever do them when you were younger? What? Phone sex lines. No. Oh, like it it no. crossed my mind now when I was younger. Like, I was well, like, terrified. Grab me fucking man's phone and just have the crack. You'd be terrified of your old lad fucking finding out the phone bill. Yeah, yeah. Cost a bomb as well. I'd say so. I used to ring the guard station and hang up a lot. Did you? Just waste their time. Just go, oh, and then hang up. And then they rang back once. We used to do, um, there was a couple of free phone numbers. There was like helicopter rescue, which like you don't really want to mess around with just in case somebody needs rescue. But yeah. there was a number where you could book hotel rooms in America and the number was free. And we used to just book hotel rooms in America <laughs> for non-existent people. Do you remember you, hey, could, do, you could do reverse, reverse call? Yeah, yeah. So if you called a number and they answered, it was charged to their phone. Yeah. If they answered, but I think wasn't it announced to them? They would. Yeah, they'd yeah, they say get a little like, thing. What did you have to like put an extra couple of digits on before you ring it? Like yeah, or, like a ten hash keys or something. But like when you answer your phone, it would say this is a reverse call from, and you would have to say Darden. Yeah. <laughs> like that <Yeah>. exactly, <laughs> Darden. <laughs> and they they. They'd be like, yeah, all right, let's see what Darren has to say. <laughs> <laughs> They'd answer and you'd be like, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking ages, hello. Yeah, kids, modern kids are missing out on prank phone calls. Yeah. They were the best. Great crack. Or getting yeah. the gifts, getting the dirty gifts off the back of the newspaper. Yeah. That fucking spinning yeah. Man United crest. Oh my God. Or another 50 gone. The yeah. Yeah. Or a big pair of pixelated boobs. Just Square tits. Two-tone, black and white boobs. Or getting the code for the polyphonic ringtones. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I had the, ex- the Exodus team. Ah, brilliant. Ding, yeah, ding, yeah, ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I'm on Spider-Man covered phone. <laughs> What's he up to? Oh, he's a fuck all these days, man. He's like 14 people now, I think. Who? Spider-Man. Yeah, he's a fucking oh, pig yeah. and everything. He's a yeah. fucking pig. There's a lot of him now, yeah. So you're doing, you come here, you're doing Vicar Street as well? No, I'm doing Liberty Hall. Oh, right, okay. What event? Where real people go to. Yeah, the real comedian. That's where James Connolly did his stand-up set. <laughs> <laughs> we did Liberty him and, Hall. Him and Larkin doing their podcast. Yeah, Liberty Hall's great. Yeah, I'm doing Liberty Actually, Hall on the 26th of April. Uh, that's not clashing with you, no, is it's, it? It's after. It's after. It's after. Oh, Grant. The end of the month. We're 6th of April. So. Oh, very good. Yeah. 20 days later. So when you start finished laughing at Darren and Joe, we come to me in Liberty Hall. Yeah. You, know, um, you, you might see us there as well. I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love to see us laughing away. Like that. <laughs> oh, I need it bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be up in the balconies. Like the two Muppets. Like the yes. Oh, the Muppet cunts. Uh, Trump pop cunts. Do you ever get hecklers? Just oh, yeah. Peter McGann. Yeah. 
Yeah. The ones you've organised. It's Peter. Organised hecklers. Now there was, there was one fella that wore a t-shirt with my face all over it. And he starts shouting out saying, uh, when Peter McGann and Killian Sunderman were coming up. Yeah. He's like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> While he's wearing a t-shirt. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> it was a setup though. But yeah. that part wasn't. I was like, said to him after, I was like, Don't do that's that. not cool, man. We just get many rowdy lads. Oh yeah. The well, second half of the show was There's always rowdy, one. Like, there's always know? one rowdy lad. Yeah. And it's always someone that we know. Really? Mm. Not worse. How are you taking lads down? I haven't really explored it. Really? <laughs> no. Would you like, would you get all quiet or would you get angry like Peter McGann? <laughs> Peter McGann goes hard on lads Does shouting he? out. Does he? Um, I always respect how a comedian, like a stand-up comedian can deal with hecklers. I think every stand-up comedian has a lot of aggression in them. Yeah. It's, and, it's and we're, like not, a, we're not good fighters, so I think it's the only chance we get to fucking like fight with someone. Surely there's a cannon of them stored for them situations. Like slags. Yeah. You got a, you got yeah, you got like you get a few slags in your back pocket just to have. Mm. A few slags in your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, ah stop. Don't be slagging sure, me. Sure, sure, big, please. please. I've put a lot of work into this man. <laughs> You're ruining the show. What if you just started crying? <laughs> you just start put your he- head in your hands and just start crying and everyone goes quiet. And left. And just walked. And just never face. came back. <laughs> If you like Darren Conway's podcast, you'd love the two Johnnies. They're like ye, but culties. Yeah, except in shape. (laughs) Handsome. Handsome, yeah. Talented. (laughs) Well, two out of three aren't bad. (laughs) When I was a kid, like, America was the coolest place in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was changed. I loved it. it. Like, I just wanted to be American. I had like an American flag in my room. Yeah. And I remember like when pizzas came to Longford. I, I, <laughs> Domino. We, we, we went into fucking Luigi's and I asked her after the pizza, I was like, can I have one of the boxes to bring home? And she was like, why? And I was like, I don't know. I just want to be American. I just, I just want a pizza box in my room. <laughs> and I kept an empty pizza box in my room for fucking years. Like, <laughs> oh. I just wanted to be American. Because of the movies. But then when you become a teenager, you start listening to Rage Against the Machine, you're like, fuck America. (laughs) Born (laughs) in the flag, ripping pizza boxes. Fuck this. (laughs) Did you have any other American props in your I used to fancy this girl who was born in America. And um, when I was a kid, like I was probably like 11, 10 or 11. And I was over in her house and they were all playing like tip the can outside. And I was upstairs in the toy room and I was singing the American National Anthem <laughs> while slamming the door of the toy chest trying to get her attention. As if like she would come up and go, hey, you singing the American National Anthem? I was like, do you want to get it on? Uh, and my dad came up because my parents were there and my dad came up and he was just like, what the fuck are you doing? And I didn't have an answer. I was like, I don't know, Dad. I don't know what I'm at, man. I'm lost. I'm trying. I'm trying. I've tried everything to get this girl's attention. The same day. I've tried everything. Everyone was running around. People are playing like Sega Mega Drive. And I was reading like a biography of Abraham Lincoln. No way. (laughs) Jesus Just to get this girl's attention. Oh, man, when you're a kid, like you're just having a clue. Yeah. It's not until you're 20, really, you figure half the shit out. (laughs) Have you never done that and really stupid to get a girl's attention I I learned how to cycle with no hands in an attempt to impress yeah. a girl I'd always be showing off I'd be doing something stupid hoarding myself yeah yeah jackass shit proper 
yeah. proper jackass shit. Jumping just, into hedges. Yeah. And she'd just get with someone that I'd be with, like and like a mate of mine. Yeah, like, yeah. For fuck's sake, I'm nearly yeah. at the killing myself here for you, for fuck's sake. Joe used to have uh, gaff parties and tame them like American Pie. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you mean? Like the music and would be American Pie music, like fucking... Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> 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 Oh, is that Euro trip? trip? Yeah, that was yeah Euro trip. It's an easy mistake. It's all the same vibe though. I used to I used same. to love American Pie, and whenever my man dad I'd leave the house, I'd invite everyone up to me gaff and into me flat, and I'd burn CDs with like some forty one and I'd be like, geez, right, I'll be able to pull one of these girls. Jeez, maybe I'll stop being a frigid then. And uh, it never, it's never the it case, never though, is it? Never. Nobody ever like appreciates the party man. The no. efforts. It's just the lad who rocks up, doesn't even bring beer. Yeah, he's drinking someone else's drink. Drinking someone else's beer that they hid in the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> How did someone How find? The fuck! Did he know I had it in the fucking washing machine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always, but multiple girls. Like, there's yeah. does even numbers of men, of boys to girls here, and like he'd pull all of them percent of, of the girls there. Why? Because he was good looking. Mm. A good looking 13 year old. Yeah. <laughs> Can we see a picture? <laughs> God, yeah, he's gorgeous. Well, are you with. <laughs> Why do you keep his photo in your wallet, Joe? <laughs> Damn, this medium. What about you? What were you like with the ladies? Shit. Were you? Really bad, yeah. Were you funny? Yeah, that would be the only kind of trait I'd have. But yeah, yeah. other than that, it was just kind of. But was it too, like? Was it like? Too, oh, Darren, he's so funny. Yeah, Darren's like like you don't wanna, completely friends owned. Like, yeah, you don't want to be like, oh god, Darren's so funny. Yeah. You want to be like, Darren's really funny. Yeah, like, Darren's really <laughs> funny and fucking hot. Yeah. hot man. <laughs> it wasn't both though. You want and he's funny too. And he's funny too. You don't want he's funny. You want he's mm. funny too. Like it should be. It's a, like a big teddy bear. <laughs> no <Is> penis. <laughs> oh, he's lovely. You don't want that. Ah, he's lovely. Yeah. Ah, you're ah, lovely, he's lovely, Joe. Would you have said like the biggest insult down the country is like, ah, he's harmless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the worst thing you could That's be in the country. Like, harmless. He's harmless fella. Yeah. I want to be harmful. <laughs> I want to do he's damage. So dangerous. I want to be dangerous. fucking real dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> that lad's a fucking liability. <laughs> he's a fucking psychopath. He killed someone before. Do you know what? As a Dublin lad, <laughs> I used to go to Donegal every now and again. A friend of mine went to the Gale Talked and there was a Donegal girl that he met there, and we used to go up to Donegal to her, hmm. to a little small town called Karen Donna. Don't know if you're familiar with it. Oh yeah. So it's a pretty small, pretty small town. <laughs> but like, if you go there as a Dublin lad, yeah. you're very exotic to the girls yeah. and a big threat to the men. Yeah. So it's a really fucking intense energy whenever you rock up there. <laughs> oh, I like that. But you know in your heart that you are just a little frigid. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know what to do with this power. You're just like. Oh, <laughs> I, scary! When I I switched schools in secondary school, so I was I suppose fifteen, went to a different school, and like you have a total chance to reinvent yourself. So like I used to go to a, a rough enough school, and I was just like a real soft boy, but then I was coming from a rough school to like a nice school, so I had like this rep, and like I think I spread a rumor that I started a fire. And I'm like, why are you here? It's like, I started a fire in the fucking science lab. Because <laughs> there was actually a fire in the science lab around the time I left. And I just, sense. just dropped a few hints that it could have been me. And then I also dropped a few hints that, oh, somebody, the girls are obviously trying to suss me out a bit. And one of them just asked one day, like, Kevin, have you had sex? And I was like, 
<laughs> That's all I did. I like, Come on, guys. Come on. We're adults. So then the rumor got around that I had sex. And uh, then some of the lads were like, did you? Who? And I was like, come on, lads. I don't kiss and tell. I'm not that kind of guy. And they're like, who? And I was like, oh, it's just this. It's in a nightclub there. This girl, Ashleen, uh, for example. And I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, I fucking know her. And I was like, oh, do you? Really? Uh, <laughs> and I was cycling my bike to get an ice cream. This <laughs> fucking innocent I was. <laughs> ice cream. It was during, it was during the... Um, <laughs> It was during the summer holidays I was cycling with my friend Noel Like a Stephen King novel <laughs> In Derry <laughs> I was cycling Me and my friend Noel Were cycling like Five miles to get an ice cream And I get uh, My phone rings And uh, it's like One of the lads from school And it's like Well McGarn, What's the crack And I was like Hey Rory What's the crack How are you getting on Come here I'm here with Ashley in here She's a bit of news And I was like Alright Yeah Ash, yeah. how's it going Ash go, Hi Kevin How are you getting on Grant Yeah How have you been keeping she was like, yeah, I should just let you know I'm I'm pregnant. <laughs> and uh, I was like, right. And she's like, yeah, so must be you. Has to be you, doesn't it? And I was like, uh, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> so then all around the school, it was like, sorry, Kevin McGarren got this one pregnant. And the whole thing was a, obviously a prank. He obviously told her and they concocted this story. So I went from being like a legend to being a fucking div the facade was yeah, smashed totally destroyed <laughs> but like I, then I was like what if she fucking is pregnant and then what if she says it's me like I, how do I get out of this um, you can't go on fucking Jerry Springer do a DNA test in Ireland like this with his ice cream licking <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do <laughs> no. loads of Premier League stickers falling out of his pocket <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was a stressful summer mm. stressful summer that is the height of stress <laughs> I don't have any stories like that, unfortunately. No. Well, that's probably a good thing. I was I, just a little liar. I never met a girl fibber, before. You fibber me. That's why I love fibbers. <laughs> I never kissed a girl at this point and I was a kid and it was arranged that I would go into the tower of the flats where there would be a girl waiting for me. It sounds and like I, a fairy tale. <laughs> you have to beat a monkey throwing fucking cans at you. Like, I think it's... <laughs> you're, like <laughs> Calling it a tower is probably... That adds some romanticism to it, for sure. It's a pissy stairwell. Right, like, okay. <laughs> uh, and oh, she'd be up there and she'd be waiting for you. And then I went up and I'm licking my lips getting ready because I thought that's what you have to do. Have big wet lips. And uh, I got a little sponge in your pocket. <laughs> like, do I put my hands around or do I put, do yeah, I go yeah. over shoulder, under arms? Uh, I'd never done it before. I was a fucking nervous wreck. And she was obviously a nervous wreck as well. And she goes, will we just pretend that we kissed? Oh. And you said... And I said, yeah, please, please. God. <laughs> but I shook the frigid label, so it wasn't yeah. a frigid then officially. Well, I was, but nobody, everyone's like, yeah, go on, Joe, you legend. You Joe, met her. Joe, you're so cool. <laughs> Joe, Joe's at the meat, no. We we lick our, that's what, that's what she said, we we lick our lips. You know, like, I'm at the fucking already doing that. Have you, yeah. <laughs> way ahead of you, love. For a while, actually. <laughs> fucking dribbling like a baby here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> rolling. <laughs> Joe's wearing a bib because he's doing so much shifting. <laughs> he has to wear a bib now. <laughs> he can't get his lips dry. Joe's a legend, man. He wears a fucking bib. <laughs> there, was a, there was a point in time. <laughs> there was a point in time when the lads were going around. Again, me not involved. I was part of the group, but I wasn't the one... <laughs> kissing girls but like the lads were playing a game 
where like you'd count how many girls that you kissed. Mm. And then I got to a point where you get more points if you meet the girl and you cock your leg up like like a romantic. If you do that. <laughs> what? That's a fucking. That's a weird game. <laughs> if you just lift your leg up. Like your fucking Rene Zellweger in a fucking romantic comedy. Yeah. Like a fucking Bridget Jones story. Uh, if you can lift two legs up, you win it all together. That's a She's just holding win. you. Yeah. <laughs> just levitate. Just only you that. Thanks. <laughs> Quit, I, I, wearing I, a bib. They should teach it in school. Kissing? But, yeah, because they teach yeah. everything else. Yeah, they should, yeah. Like, they teach you how to like even drive a car. In some schools, do they? Not, not like America. TY and stuff. Like you seen them driving around the car park? No way. But they should teach them how to kiss, because like we hadn't a clue. Sorry, miss. I need a little recap. Gonna meet you. Sorry, sore, sore. <laughs> so, show me how to be intimate. <laughs> show, me how, show me how to love. Because um, they go into the ins and outs. Like I remember the first time I tried to have sex. <laughs> and um, try it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't successful. It's always a try. At the me and my mate was like, right, we're doing this now. You and your mate? Yeah, female, female. Yeah. Okay, right, right. We're like, right, we're doing this now. And um, like, we didn't learn anything about foreplay, so you're just like, you just ran and jumped. You're just jumping <laughs> before you're doing anything. Like you're not getting anything ready at all. <laughs> and like uh, it just, it's just like sort of like just, <laughs> just banging, <laughs> just, just. Banging just, just against. knocking at the door, no one. No yeah, one. no one's, no one's, no one even is answering the door. You're just sort of jamming your head through a turnstile. Yeah, trying to pull a marshmallow through a keyhole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she was like, "Right, listen, will we stop?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fair enough." <laughs> but like, I felt like if in school they taught you, like, "All right, just give it a give it a bit beforehand. Mm. Give give us some tips, guys." Mm. You had to learn that shit in the field, sometimes quite literally. <laughs> yeah. Was it in the field? It's in swords, yeah. In a field? In a field and swords, yeah. <laughs> a field and swords. I was always amazed by swords because you think like like Dublin's Dublin. Mm. And then you go to swords and you're like, swords, you've got fields and cattle and stuff. Yeah. Swords is a weird one. It's once, like, once you're, you go outside, you're nearly culties like. Mm. It's it's North County Dublin. Swords. Yeah. Once you go outside the M50, you're on the borderline. As soon as you go outside the M50 and you can grow potatoes, then it's not Dublin to me. I find a lot of funny people come from swords. Like professionally funny people or just interesting people? No, I don't mean funny as in odd, like just people with a really good sense of humour. I've met a lot of people from swords and they've got a fucking wicked sense of humour. Yeah. I think it's because you've got, like, you've, you're, a, you're a fucking Because they dub, don't know who they are. But you're also kind of a culture. Or a bit you're a dub with a bit of space. Yeah, dub with a bit of space. That's a road, <laughs> a dub, imagine a dub with road frontage. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I think it's just like you've got a road. A road front. <laughs> road shippings. Did you grow up in a farm then? Or? Yeah, we were farmers, yeah. What kind of farming? Beef, baby. Beef? Beef. Did you ever get close to any of the cows? What? Intimately. <laughs> In what way? Roid. Jeff Roid. Jeff Roid a cow, man. <laughs> How do you mean? Did you ever get rolled by a cow? <laughs> uh, like, I feel like if I grew up on a farm, I'd be like, this is my pet cow. And oh, then, I see what you mean. And then they'd have to be slaughtered. Uh, no, like, you wouldn't give them names, but no, we never. I think even from we were kids, you, you might actually give a name to a cow. Like, sometimes little kids were like, if they have enough money, buy a cow. Like their dad will like their help them cow. buy their first cow. And you give a name, but like, you know you're going to eat this thing. Really? Yeah. 
So you've no real emotional attachment. You're like, oh man, I can't wait to love and care for you. It's not like getting and give you so first, much food. It's not like getting your first you. puppy. <laughs> no, it's not at all like getting your first puppy. You're not licking your lips, going, I can't wait to you get big and fat. <laughs> <laughs> would you eat the, would you eat the cows? Would you like would you butcher them and, and eat them yourself? No. Like the, but they used to sell like them in the sixties. I think farmers used to like butcher their own cattle. But no, it's all you bring them to a factory. Okay. Would you and like the weird quid for all that? What do you mean? For the burgers and the meat and the cow. Yeah, it's that's how the whole fucking system works, Darren. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you get no, but like how much are we talking? How much are we talking? I can't remember. I don't know, it's been so long. And to be honest, I wasn't that big of a farmer. I couldn't wait to get out to the city, you know. Yeah, you're like sort of Americans. But um yeah, the weird thing is like you bring a load of cattle to the factory, they fucking know. As soon as they arrive at the factory, they're like, ah, oh, what's going on here? I'm not going in there. The it's cows like they, Yeah, it's like they can smell the death. They're like, I'm not getting out of this trailer. And you're like, you are. <laughs> no, <laughs> you I need money. <laughs> yeah, they, they like, they won't oh, yeah. go in. They're like, you can see in their eyes, they're like, no fucking way am I going to It's like this. a dog when they, they know they're going, they're, in the, vet. they're going to a vet. Yeah. And as soon as they walk in, they're like, <laughs> tail down. Yeah, yeah. Do so cows sleep on their feet? No. Is that a myth? That's a myth, yeah. Oh, they no, sleep they, on the back. They put their legs up in the air. <laughs> no, they just like Would sort you of just in... fold their legs like a dog, I suppose. Oh, oh yeah, like on their knees. Yeah. Would you just be at home and in your room and then you just say to yourself, oh, "I'll go out to the cows for a bit." No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get on? Like, it's the fact you have an option, like to just go out to see, like to look at the, the cows. cows. Just say, "Ah, oh, fuck! I'll go out to the cows." Um, no, you could probably see them out the window, like. Mm. But you like you don't need cows like out <laughs> the back. I just look, I'm gonna go out for a bit. Look at go have a look, see what yeah. they're doing. Give them a rub. Um, no, you might go out and count them just to make sure they're all there. But it's oh, not recreationally, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many cows would you have? I don't know. It's my dad's. Like plus a hundred, or I don't know what. I don't want to. I is. don't want to brag. Oh, is that a brag? Yeah, you be well. I mean, like oh, you're, you're, basically, you're basically saying how much money you have. Like, yeah. you know? I don't even know how much one cow is. That's what I asked him. I'm not even 100 percent sure myself. I'd say one cow is probably like fifteen hundred. Well, if you think no. of a steak, if you think of a Very steak, the steak is like it nearly. I'd say five ha- half that, but maybe a little bit more than half that. Okay, like a grand. Mm, like a, I think a little bit like less eight, than a grand. I, th- I don't know. Like seven fifty. Yeah, I'd say about seven fifty. Have you got a hundred plus? I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> How old, did he, how old did he get to before you... You're, listen, you're, you're asking me stuff for farming. In my entire town, I probably know the least about farming. Really? Yeah. But you know a I bit. Like the... I know more than you, which isn't fuck all. <laughs> That's why it's so interesting. <laughs> no, That's it why is. it's like, so interesting. I feel like you're genuinely like, these guys, like, but we haven't a clue. Like. I'll tell you one weird thing in the factory. And like the thing is, like your dad brings you to the factory when you're like 10. Like you're really young. And it's traumatizing. That would put me off. It'll put you off meat. Would it? If though? you ever want to give up meat, go to a fucking factory. Probably wouldn't let you in nowadays, but it used to be more lax. I, I think out. I find it easy to compartmentalize cooked food on a plate versus what happens in the slaughterhouse. Yeah, there's a great video of Jamie Oliver, and he's trying to get kids off chicken nuggets, and he's like, "Oh, kiddies," uh, and they're <laughs> showing them like he's like, "You like chicken nuggets, do you? Well, we'll see if you like chicken nuggets after we see how they're made." And he gets like the worst bits of chicken. Like basically what goes into chicken nuggets is fucking the cutoffs, you know? Yeah. And just like, it's like rotten. Bone, crushed down yeah, bone, just rotten like shit. It. And the kids are going, Ugh! and he's like, yeah, that's shit, isn't it? It looks rotten, doesn't it? And he's like rolling them up into balls, covering them on breadcrumbs, put them into the fryer. 
And he goes, now, who wants a chicken nugget? And everyone goes, me, please. <laughs> Every single child is like, yum, yum, yum. Put them in my belly. <laughs> and Jamie's face is just like, ah, this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> this didn't work. This was ice money. Um, yeah, that's it. You totally do. Like, you see, you see how it's made and it's, like, disgusting. Yeah. But then, like, you see a lovely juicy steak. It's very hard to turn it down. There you have it. Thanks very much for joining us on another episode of Starla. Starla is a Go Loud original podcast. That was Kevin McGarren. He's doing live shows all over the country, uh, as you heard. And and so we were doing a live show in Vicar Street, April 6th. Kevin Most is, importantly. When you... you <laughs> 20 Kevin is doing Liberty Hall on the 26th. It's going to be a cracker. 26th of April. Get your tickets now. On Ticketmaster. Ticket yeah, yeah, yeah. Now? Yeah. yeah. You think so? Not sure. Just so no. just Kevin McGarren, Google tickets, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Fucking blah. Google. Like, just Google everything. Everything's yeah. on Google. Or Instagram. You don't everything. have to know where everything is. No. Google tells you. And if fucking even speak into it now, you don't have to type it. go, oh, Kevin McGarren, uh, fucking Vicar Street. Don't even oh, Liberty Hall, I mean. Sorry. Liberty Hall. What a, what a spot. Um, well, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Lads, it was a pleasure. Was it? Love chatting to you. Thanks very much, man. It's very kind of you. Right, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks very much. See ya. Bye. Say bye bye to oh, people. Bye bye, people. Thank you, Brendan. Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna 